Hey, we're standing, and there's a good reason for that because it's a standing ovation for our next guest. He's on his way to Byron Bay at the moment, but he picked up two medals at the World Championships in the last week in Georgia. In the singles, he was phenomenal, but just pipped by the greatest of all time, Mikhail Kingsbury. In the duels, he was also outstanding, and that's a new Olympic event. And let's not forget, at Deer Valley... He won for the first time in over a couple of years and one of the greatest moments of his career. Matt Graham, good morning, mate. Welcome back to our show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Matty, wow, what a month. And what a comeback for you after everything that's happened with the collarbone. Your dad tells us that you still need more surgery, but, I mean, this last couple of weeks has been some of the greatest moments of your career along with the silver medal in Pyeongchang. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm in a pretty good spot with the sport at the moment. And um, obviously coming off last year's result at Beijing wasn't um, ideal. But it was nice to kind of you know get back and know that I've kind of still got it and I'm able to compete with the best in the world. Matty, you're off to a good start, but Deer Valley was just amazing. And you set a new PB there as well. So what are some of the reasons for you to catapult from some good results to the top of the podium? Yeah, I mean, Deer Valley was awesome to get the win there and also to win alongside my teammate, Kara Anthony. It's, um, that was really special and it's only the second time that's ever happened and happened with me in 2017, which is my last World Cup victory in the single moguls with Britt Cox. So that was really a really special night for the team. And um, I mean, I think this year during the off-season, I put a lot of work into my just fine-tuning my equipment and made a few changes with my setup, with my ski boots and my skis. Um, and it just kind of opened, a, you know, just feel, I feel like it's opened a door for me to really, you know, improve and, I guess, unlocked a lot of potential, which is, um, you know, showing this, this, this season. Matty, I know you love surfing. So you're like a surfer that goes to the north shore of Hawaii and every year, you know, rips at sunset and pipeline, uh, sometimes Waimea. When you go to Deer Valley, tell us about the love affair there because your record there is almost second to none. Yeah, well, you know, not much of a surfer, I wouldn't say, but it's, uh, it's definitely something I like to do as a hobby. And, um, yeah, as you said, I'm heading up to Byron at the moment with my partner, Jess, and we're just a little getaway, which is a nice change of scenery from, you know, the, the winter the last couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, I mean, Deer Valley is like the biggest stage for us on our World Cup tour. It's a massive event and it's a really big and challenging course. And, you know, I've just always done well there and um, I tend to like the harder courses and... Uh, I've had a lot of success there in the past. I think that was my maybe my eighth podium there or so. So it's, um, yeah, definitely got a bit of a love affair with, with uh, Deer Valley. And like you said, it is, you know, like the, the Tahiti of surfing. It's the Mecca. It's um, a really cool place. And, uh, yeah, I just really enjoy that event. Your dad told us, and correct us if we're wrong, but the speed has improved by four seconds since you began. Is that correct? I mean, that's a... I mean, that's like another leap into the stratosphere in terms of performance level. Yeah, it has been one of my strengths this season. Is, um, and that's, I think, partly to do with my equipment changes and fine-tuning that. It's kind of unlocked a whole other um, realm of speed, and I'm able to ski. Like, I mean, in Deer Valley, I was over a second faster than any other competitors. So over a 22-second run, that's a big percentage. And... Um, you know, that just gives me a, a big points buffer uh, in the time points. And, you know, as long as I can keep it clean and do good, well-executed jumps at that speed, then I'm always going to be in the mix. And 
And same thing happened at World Championships last week. You know, I skied over half a second faster than the top guys, so it really just uh, put me in the mix, which was, um, you know, I guess, I guess pretty nice. Hey, Matt, I saw a great video yesterday from New South Wales Institute of Sport. Uh, you're in the gym there, and and one of the great factors of your World Championships in Georgia is you've equaled one of your mentors and also heroes, Dale Begg-Smith. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so the last time an Australian's gone back-to-back um, medals at a World Championships was Dale Begg-Smith back in 2007, where I think he got, he might have got a bronze and a gold or a silver and a gold. Um, and he was, like, growing up, he was a big mentor for me and someone I looked up to, you know, coming from Australia and being an Olympic champion and silver medalist himself. Like, you know, he was one of my idols growing up. So to do that... Uh, it's pretty special, and I mean, it wasn't until after the fact that that's I realised and that that's that was the case. But um, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's kind of a nice touch and a bit, you know, adds to the story, I guess. Naturally, this morning we're all talking about the National Rugby League. It's back underway, and Cameron Munster was brave on Thursday night with a compound fracture. But from what I've been told, you've been incredibly courageous skiing with this collarbone injury because you've got to go back under the knife and. According to sources who I won't name on the air, but we all know who they are, like if one thing went wrong, you could be in big trouble with the collarbone. Is that correct? Yeah, well, it was. Um, I went into the seat. Unfortunately, um, you know, after the Olympics, I had to undergo another surgery because I had what's called a non-union, um, where basically the bone just hasn't healed. So I had it splintered with, the, with a plate and screws. Um, so it works more or less effectively, but... I needed to go in and have another surgery, which happened last March. And um, anyway, prior to the season, I had like a six-month checkup to see how it was all going. And it was kind of the same story. I had another non-union going into the season. And, you know, the surgeon said, look, it's going to fail at some point, And they don't know when or how. Um, and, you know, it's a risk I was willing to take throughout the season. Um, and it's held up really well, I must say. Like, you know, for the most part, I haven't noticed it too much. Um, until actually in Deer Valley, I had a big crash right before the dual event there. Um, literally in my last training run before the event, I had a big cra- lost a ski in the middle section and bounced off a mogul on my collarbone and actually bent the titanium plate quite significantly. And um, yeah, that caused quite a bit of pain and discomfort uh, for a week or so, but you know, managed to stay in it and you know, it all held together. So I guess to come away with a silver medal in that dual event was pretty special for me. Um, you know, I did have to dig a little deeper than I normally would, you know, just kind of skiing through the pain and the fear of not knowing what was going on because I had all this pain and discomfort. I knew something was wrong. Um, just wasn't sure if, you know, there was a screw loose or if the plate was on the verge of cracking and failing. But as it was, I got an x-ray a week later and it showed that everything was intact. It was just a little bent. Um, and since then, it's kind of settled down. But I'm off to Kazakhstan in a week, in a week's time to finish off the season um, for the World Cup finals. And then shortly after that, I'll go under surgery at the end of March. Hey, Matt, I kind of, I gathered that the duels was like almost a novelty event on the tour where you could pick up a medal. But now it's a far more serious because it's now an Olympic event and uh, you've been excelling in the duels as well. Yeah, I mean, historically, it's been the single moguls has always been my focus because it's been the Olympic discipline um, and it's been one of my strengths. And duels for us and for me in particular is always just it's something I've done because we, you know, it's on the World Cup tour, but there's never been a whole lot of emphasis and focus on it. Um, we just rock up at, um, for the dual mogul World Cups and, and basically just give it our all and hope for the best. Whereas now, you know, in the last 12 months, it's been named as an Olympic discipline in 
2026 in Milan, all of a sudden it's got this whole new weight and feeling to it where it's, you know, it's, it's that much more important. Um, and so, you know, the fact that I'm able to ski faster um, is definitely helping with my jewels and my jewel skiing. So it's, um, I guess it puts a lot more weight and emphasis on, you know, the back-to-back medals at the World Championships last weekend, knowing that, you know, now I potentially have the opportunity to do that again at, at the Olympic Games, which is something that hasn't been able to, we haven't been able to do before. So yeah. it's definitely, yeah. you know, got a lot more focus on it now. Yeah, I thought the final between Mikhail Kingsbury and Volta Volberg was just outstanding. Very little between those two skiers and could have gone any way. Uh, one more thing, Matty, and I saw this on the N-Swiss video yesterday, but I really loved your comments about trying to inspire Central Coast kids because when you're travelling internationally, you're on the other side of the world, you're competing, sometimes you forget the impact that you might be having at home. And I really love that yeah, you're hoping to inspire the next generation. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's 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 pretty cool, I guess, to see, you know, myself doing so well in a, such a foreign sport. And um, I guess if I can inspire young kids to sort of chase their dreams and go after their passions, then, you know, it's pretty satisfying for me to know that some kids are able to do that. And, you know, I've had a positive impact on someone else's life. Um, but, yeah, it is. It is always nice coming home and seeing the family and friends all from the coast and, um, you know, even my, my local school, uh, you know, they're big supporters of me and um, they're often posting on their social media accounts and congratulating me and stuff like that. So that's really, really special to know that I have such a big uh, support base back on the coast. Yeah. Matty, uh, we better let you go on your way to Byron Bay, on your way to God's country. Uh, we're giving you a standing ovation here at uh, Umina Beach. Well done, mate. Congratulations, and hope to catch you on the 25th when I believe Club Ra is opening back up. <laughs> yeah, I believe the, uh, the floodgates have opened for a uh, metal party again. So, but yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Will I be the last man standing? Uh, good on you, mate. Thanks for your time. Cheers.